What's up, guys? Here with you with FC Wonder Kid. Here with my guy, Pedro. How are you? Fine, mate. What about you? I'm good, my guy. And you, as you click in the thumbnail, you know the topic that we're going to be talking today. And it's the top 10 most expensive players in Primera Liga. Uh, transfers in Primera Liga, not players, because <coughs> there's going to be a bunch of discussions in terms of values and transfers. So, are you ready, Pedro? Sure thing, mate. Let's do it. So, at the 10 and 9 position, there's a bunch of transfers that cost 40 million here in Primera Liga. So, I just, I'm going to say the players that cost 40 million and we'll just put them in the 10 and 9 bracket, okay, Pedro? Okay, sure. Let's go, man. So, Ederson to Man City, 40 million. João Mario from Sporting to Inter, 40 million. Hulk from Porto. Uh, to Zenit, 40 million. Witzel, 40 million. Falcon, 40 million. And then you have the one that's different because for me, it was a huge bet by Wolves. It's Fabio Silva for 40 million. So, what were your thoughts on these, these, all these transfers that I mentioned here? Okay, first of all, uh, just to mention, Primera Liga has been producing some serious talents um, towards other top tier leagues mm -hmm. and that's super positive for a country like Portugal yes uh, for the economy as well true uh, it's really important because mostly clubs uh, don't receive the fees mm -hmm. that other clubs in major leagues receive so mm -hmm. uh, their main source of income in Portugal is transfers yes. okay and the more tr transfers like this occur the more credibility the Primera Liga will have yes and the better it will be to develop Portuguese football mm -hmm. okay very true <coughs> so yeah to start on the transfers you, you just mentioned, mm -hmm. okay, you, you said Ederson, 40 million for, for Man City. Yes. I think that was a hell of an acquisition for Pep Guardiola's side, okay? Mm -hmm. And if you think Fox. about it, 40 million for a goalkeeper is a lot, okay? Usually... At the time, it was a good investment, yeah, true. Usually, goalkeepers, it's the, the, um, the position that has the less amount of money invested on, usually. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay? So, the strikers usually are more hyped, uh, they're more inflated, the price, okay? The, the goalkeepers, it's the opposite. It's mm -hmm. the other way around. Look at Mendy from Chelsea. He cost less than Ederson. Like yeah, that's and, and it was nowadays. Ederson was like five, five six years ago. But okay? that, that ball-passing ability, though. So, yeah, for me, Ederson is the goalkeeper Guardiola needed, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, because Guardiola requires, it's mandatory for him that he has a goalkeeper that is able to play with his feet. Mm -hmm. And almost nobody does it better than Ederson. True, okay? true. So yeah, Ederson for me was like the best acquisition Pep Guardiola could make at the time for mm -hmm. the goal. And yeah, for me, it was like, although it was a huge amount invested, mm -hmm. it was like six years ago, 40 million. So nowadays it will be like 50 to 60 million due to inflation. And it was a goalkeeper, okay? I'll mm -hmm. say again, goalkeeper transfers usually are way lower than other field player transfers. True. So it was a really, really risky move, mm -hmm. but it paid off. So, yeah. Befica is really good selling their players, <coughs> right? <coughs> like true. Ederson, 40 million. And I'm mentioning here Fabio Silva for the same 40 million. Yeah. So what do you think can happen with Fabio Silva in the okay. future? So Fabio Silva was a, more of a recent move, was mm -hmm. two years ago. Yes. Uh, 40 million, so... It was, I think it was re really risky mm -hmm. uh, from Wolves to try and snatch, uh, to snatch, uh, to actually snatch Fabio mm -hmm. Silva for 40 million uh, because, in my opinion, he didn't prove yep. anything uh, well. in the Primera Liga, okay? 
In the, in, the, in the major... Mm-hmm. A Primeira yeah. Liga, yeah. I, 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 he scored some goals at a very at recent a senior, age. At a senior yes. level, he didn't prove anything, okay? True, uh, compared to what he did in he, the... He did, he did for the youth squads, mm-hmm. but not at a senior level. Mm-hmm. And, man, you cannot spend 40 million j- just guessing, okay? It was, a, it, was a, it was a bet by Wolves. It uh, was a bet. Yeah, and it might still pay off, okay? Mm-hmm. Fabio Silva is still young. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. Before what he has shown in, mm-hmm. in the Premier League, I mean, he scored like what three, four goals? Well, consider like two or penalties. Come on, yeah. For for a guy who costs forty million, We even if you're nineteen, twenty years old, if you cost forty million, you should make an impact straight away. Fuck. Okay? Fuck. So yeah, for me, um, Fabio Silva was kind of a big disappointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was expecting more of him, mm-hmm. uh, even because of our FM days, <laughs> our football manager days. <laughs> Uh, we were so hyped to, s- to uh, see Fabio Silva in action in his senior squad. Um, and yeah, it was just... For me, like Fabio Silva, I remember him being 15 years old, playing against Sporting under 19. He scored a goal with his right foot, his left foot, and with his head. A perfect hat-trick at 15. And the year after, he just kills it in the youth league. So in terms of youth football... Fabio Silva, in my mind, is one of the best strikers I've ever seen in youth football. And I had FB Wonder Kids. I, I, I'd see youth players. Like, seeing Adeyemi too. Fabio Silva was at that level of expectations too. So, for Wolves to get him, they'd have to overspend. But I agree with you. He's disappointing me until now. But I do expect a comeback because physically... Fabio Silva looks big time. He he looks big time. And he's working out. You can see it. He's getting a body to play in the Prem. So I don't know if it's at Wolves that he'll he'll be the best player. But just mentioning this, Wolves uh, signed Jimenez for 38 million before, like, a couple of years back. So, like, they they signed a good striker at the time here in Primera Liga. So Fabio Silva, it might not have worked out, but Jimenez did. At Wolves. So, What a transfer. Yes. Minutes, yeah. So, number eight now in the most expensive transfers, Nuno Mendes, okay? Nuno Mendes, left back from Sporting, going now to PSG, sealing the deal, 38 million. They, uh, PSG paid right now, and the loan was 7 million plus Sarabia. Plus Sarabia, that, that has extra costs, but let's just put the 7 million. So... Yeah, okay, let's, let's run it up to 50 million. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, it was an amazing transfer by PSG. Mm-hmm. Personally, I, I don't think it was the best move for Nune Minch. Um, Where do you think he'd be the best, Nune Minch? Premier League, of mm, course. Where? Where to? Uh, City. I don't know. They're getting uh, Cucurella. I would say City, yeah, because City really needs a left back. Mm-hmm. Um, And under Pep Guardiola, he would just explode. We've seen, we've seen what Guardiola has done with the likes of Cancel. Oh, Cancel. True. Just imagine him doing the same with Nunez on the left. Okay. Aye. True. 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 So Cancel is now, right now, at the moment, probably one, of, if not the best, one of the best um, fullbacks in the world. Mm-hmm. Fullbacks. I say fullbacks because he's one of the best right backs and one of the best <laughs> left backs as well. For Portugal, he's special. He yeah, is he is. Uh, he's been one of the key players, and it was a shame <sighs> that he wasn't uh, in the Euros uh, mm-hmm. last year. Very fucked. He was very missed. Very against, missed. against Germany, yeah. if we had Kinsil. Robin Gosens wouldn't, wouldn't have it so easy. I that agree day. with you. Um, oh, man, traumas. <laughs> keep on yeah, going. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I was saying, okay, Nunez, yeah, mm-hmm. for me, he has Premier League potential, of course. 
I have no doubts that he that Noon Minj one day will become the world's best left back. I have absolutely no doubt. I believe in it. If he's not the world be, the world's best left back at the moment. Mm -hmm. Oui, at if, the moment. If, uh, Teo is he better could, right he now. He could, okay. Teo Hernandez. Yeah, but he's in the discussion. He's in the top three for me. Okay. So, Bold. But either way, I have no doubts that he will be the best one. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that he went to PSG him. will just retard that process, I, in my I opinion. Agree. I agree. Um, because he's not, if, he, if he was at... Just imagine. If Nun Minj was at Man City at the moment, mm -hmm. he would have tripled the views he's having right now. True, true. And people... Triple the pe tr twice the people would be watching him play. True, I And agree. twice the people would be complimenting him. He arrived and he was nominated right away for the Liga team of the season. <laughs> okay? A 19-year-old player. Mm-hmm. And playing for and, Portugal and beforehand. we believe that ah! we do, we're talking about a team of the season that doesn't even have Neymar. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Nuno well is a serious baller, guys. Mm -hmm. He's fast. Yeah. He's great defending. He's strong. Good cross. He knows how to read the, the the game. He has a crossing ability that, for me, surpasses like, like almost no. all of, all of the left backs that are out I there. But you're gonna say Trent level. <laughs> No, because Trent, Trent is a, it's a right back, but mm -hmm. le left back wise, yes. I think he's the best one crossing the ball. I like Kukurel. I said I mentioned him. Yeah, but Teo too. Teo is very good. But I think Minch for me is really more complete. Uh, you know, he's mm -hmm. the complete type of player. That's the player you idealize for a left back. You know? And what's what's the best thing about this? He's still 19, and we're both Portuguese, man. So we will have Nun Minch. For a bunch more years, 10, 15 years, yeah, hopefully. But as I said, uh, <laughs> for me, it's a shame that he didn't go to the Prem mm. uh, because that will retard this process. Not f uh, not technically, mm -hmm. not his ability. Ah, I think he's going to go bold with PSG. Yeah, not, not his ability. I'm not questioning him. his ability. Mm -hmm. But for people, you know, for mm. the viewers. I, ah, okay. Yes, yes, yes. I, I feel... Ah, okay. So... From the outside view, because of like nobody, wa nobody watches uh, league on games from outside fr of France. Okay, but what if PSG wins the Champions League? That's different because people watch PSG in the Champions. Then League. Then he's in the team of the but, season. But if Nunez was in the Prem, he would be watched week in week out by everyone around the world. Okay? Do you think if Nunez went to the Premier League, he'd be in the in the team of the season at left back? I, I have no doubt. <laughs> I have absolutely That's no doubt. Bold. That's who, who I you, believe in him. Who do you put ahead of him Robertson, in the Premier League? Robertson, yeah, Robertson. Uh, okay, Robertson, Andrew Robertson really does have the work rate. I believe I in Simikas too. He's coming up. Uh, he'll, yeah, Simikas. Yeah, I mean, uh, work rate-wise, Robertson, one of the best, no mm -hmm. doubt. But I think Nunez is, is just another sauce. But Cancel okay. would be at the right if he'd be at City. So... People, put down below your thoughts about Noon Minch. We always like a good chat about Noon Minch here at FC Wonder Kid. And let's get now to number seven with the most expensive transfers. And it's James Rodriguez, 45 million. I know the Noon Minch could go to 50, but 45 directly. Uh, Porto to Monaco, James Rodriguez. That was what what unbelievable moments yeah. James Rodriguez has. That was a Luis Campos deal, okay? <laughs> uh, Luis Campos recently signed for PSG Evolved. as an advisor. Mm -hmm. And he well proved it at Monaco. When he signed James Rodriguez, one of the upcoming prospects, hot prospects at the time, mm -hmm. um, he anticipated Real, uh, the likes of Real Madrid that uh, actually... <laughs> Come that to snatch him like one or two years later after, after the that World Cup. The goal, the goal, like touch the chest. Yeah, it was Imme amazing. That amazing was volley, amazing volley. Yeah, one um, of the best goals in a World Cup history. No, one of the most iconic for sure. Um, and yeah, James 
just was an unbelievable player. He just had everything required of mm -hmm. that a pure number 10 should have. Yes. And plus, he was left-footed, so he has that kind of magic that left-footed players have, okay? Mm -hmm. um, Very true. What, what didn't he have, okay? He had an amazing shot. James Rodriguez had an amazing shot, amazing passing ability. His vision was completely different from the average player, And okay? he played at Wenger in Porto. That's true. And then he goes to camp position and expecting... Yeah, he actually started as a winger. Yeah. And then he moved to the center. Shh. And just a bunch of possibilities flourished for him. Like, he, he was able to, to see the pass seconds before the opponents. Okay? Very true. And that is key for a player that plays at the number 10 position. And mm -hmm. James Rodriguez just had that ability and he did it better than anyone. Completely agree. The potential of Ramesh was elite, okay? So we all expected him to be in that Ballon d'Or contention one day, but we saw magnificent moments from Ramesh Rodriguez. And I mentioned fast him at winger. It was Falcão, Ramesh, and Hulk. And that front trio for Porto, they sold the three for 125 million. And at that time, to sell three players for that amount... That was really good money considering they were in yeah. Primera Liga. So Porto, they were doing proper business until they had that that phase that it didn't go so well and Benfica was just going bold in the transfer market. Yeah, but James Rodriguez, um, actually, I think I will go bold on this one. And I think he was the best number 10 I've seen playing in the Portuguese Primera Liga. Not quite mad. I think so. Because Aymar didn't come here in his prime, okay? And but Ramesh, Aymar was special. Yeah, he was. But I, I still prefer James Rodriguez. Okay? That's, you, Felix was special. Felix was amazing. Yeah, but I consider more... Um, Jean Felix, that season Felix was really... Is, okay, it's like a second won, striker, false nine. Benfica won the league. Not midfield. He saved Brunelage season with Benfica. I'll be honest with you. If... Jean Felix hadn't... But we'll mention... Wait, wait, we're mentioning Felix already. We'll go there. We'll go there. Yes. So... Mention James Rodriguez, now a fellow Colombian, sixth Luis Diaz that was sold for 45 million plus 15 variables. Let's put 47 because that's what's on tra transfer market. Luis Diaz to Liverpool. Quick thoughts. Bargain deal, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, considering nowadays um, mm -hmm. and all the inflation that's going around the world, mm -hmm. I think Luis Diaz was actually... One of the best possible deals that Liverpool could ever make, uh, considering the quality of the player that we have, the immediate impact he caused mm -hmm. in the Prem. Uh, he just started playing right away. He started scoring. He started assisting. Mm -hmm. Luis Diaz is an absolute menace up Fuck. front. Okay. Fuck. And when you have a player f uh, like Luis Diaz for 45 million, mm -hmm. man, that's change. That's Fuck. pocket change. That, that's pocket change for Liverpool and. I wouldn't think twice uh, when acquiring a player of such talent as Luis Diaz by 45 million. I, I think it was like, the best possible deal. And we all know Liverpool have an excellent wage with contract, with years with Luis Diaz. They made that investment before seeing that before other clubs could see the talent that he has. And Bayern Munich will spend big with Sadio Mane, okay, 30 to 40 million, and they will spend big with the contract. And Liverpool. Locked for 45, and they have an excellent contract for the future with Luis Diaz. So, what a deal. I completely agree with you. And the front trio next season of Liverpool with Salah, Luis Diaz, and Darwin, with Jota coming off the bench and rotating, that is elite, elite levels. I don't know about Firmino, but Firmino too there. Elite. Origi to Milan. Ah. 
But let's go with the most expensive list continuing on. Top five now. Fifth. Eder Militão to Real Madrid. 50 million. Yeah. 50 million. <coughs> Eder Militão had a rough start at Real Madrid. Completely um, agree. Yes. I think. I don't know what happened. Maybe he was nervous. Um, but he turned it, uh, Militão turned it, turned it around, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. I it's think now, now he's a key player at Real Madrid. Uh, he was a starter in the Champions League I final. still think he's got something to prove in terms of at Real Madrid as a, to be a legacy type player. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But, but he's uh, a great role player right now there. Uh, yeah, he's playing the part. He's still young. He's 21, 22. No, no, no. Eder Militão, he's much older. 24, really? 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe I was thinking when he when he was <laughs> yeah, uh, sold. Yeah, Newport. Yeah, no, yeah. When he was sold to, to Real Madrid, ah, maybe okay, he was okay, 22, okay, okay. 23. Okay. But um, anyways, Eder Militão is a fast player. Mm-hmm. He is a defender with technical ability, mm-hmm. ball passing ability. Um, and he's, he seems to, when he's on form, he seems to be everywhere, okay? Mm-hmm. And we saw that at Port. And that's why Real Madrid invested 50 million in Eder Militão. Yes. Because he, he has the, the potential mm-hmm. to be one of the best. Shh. He hasn't reached it yet, but we had glimpses of it this, champion, this Champions League edition, okay? He was key, key, key. And uh, I think that Eder, Mili- the Eder Militão doesn't get. Um, the praise he deserves for the season he had this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll see for next season if the, he continues the momentum. It I will like be interesting to, to watch. I like him. For me, he had a tough start. I completely agree with you. And with Eder Militão, just like with Alaba too, that's because I compare both. I'd say Alaba, I edge with Alaba between the two. But comparing both <laughs> is greatness for, for Eder Militão. It's a great level to have. But what I love about both is Eder Militão could play it right back. And Alaba was a left-back before he became a centre-back. So both centre-backs from Real Madrid are very adaptable. They're fast, they're strong, and they're, Eden Milito can be better with his feet, but he's good with his feet. And that, that's good to, to read the game as well. Yes. When the, the, the right-back or the left-back aren't there, mm-hmm. they just go and make their position, okay? And that, that's, that's solid be. to have. That's, that's, that's a plus. Carvajal gets injured. Or Ferlan Mendy gets injured. You were saying Alaba goes no, there. But it's not. It's not even injuries I'm talking about. Like mm-hmm. even uh, during the game, mm-hmm. if the 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 fullback is up front mm-hmm. and they have nobody at the back, he he can do both. He can go cover the the right back. You know, definitely and the know how. Yeah, and and that that's a huge plus to have because it might only happen like once or twice during mm-hmm. a match, but it can make the difference between. Uh, conceding a goal or not, so yeah, that's that's a huge plus to have. So Eder Milito next season, let's see what happens now with Rudiger coming in. Alaba, Eder Milito, Rudiger, Real Madrid is gonna go bold with defenders as it seems next season. So top four now, the big boy players, the most expensive, Bruno Fernandes to Man United, sixty-three million euros. Okay, Sporting. What were your thoughts with this deal? I mean, um, Sporting is not like being FICA in the sense that mm-hmm. of uh, bargaining, bargaining power. Okay? Uh, the, uh, the negotiating, yes. Befica just... Um, Befica just beats Sporting in bargaining power. And that's why I think Bruno Fernandes at the time was an excellent deal, okay? Mm. We were talking about a player that was... But you said at the time, though. So right now, it's, not a, it's a good deal? Due, due to inflation, it's different right now because uh, if you consider 60 million right now at the moment, I would have tried and sell Bruno for like 75 to 80. But Luis Diaz just left for 45. It was different. Porto was in need for, for the cash and 
maybe there was it, we you have, sporting we now sporting was yeah it was but i think the united really really needed Bruno Fernandes and liverpool was not in the same situation with luis diaz mm. so 63 because liverpool million. could say okay if we don't get luis diaz maybe we'll stay with mané just one, so one 63 million Bruno Fernandes to man united fair deal bargain deal or a great deal i think it was a great deal for both sides mm, okay um i think yeah as you said as you mentioned Sporting was really need for the cash, exactly, and they needed to sell Bruno Fernandes because inst- maybe if it, it didn't have um, happened, yeah, if it didn't happen, maybe they 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 had to sell like two or three players mm-hmm. to make up to those 60 million, you know, because at the time Very Sporting true. squad wasn't that valuable, wasn't right. as valuable as it is today. Okay, mm-hmm. now easily you have you have uh, three or four players that are worth more than 30 true. million at the, at the time. You just had Bruno Fernandes, true, and Bruno Fernandes was key. Mm-hmm. Bruno Fernandes scored. 25 goals per season and provided 15 assists. Uh, w- Unbelievable. He, he surpassed did, he did Lampard, everything. I think. Right, with he, here. He did, yeah, he was... Um, I think in a season, he scored 34 goals. And he was... Yeah, he surpassed Lampard as a midfield with the most goals in a season for, for a club. Um, so that shows what he was doing so at yeah, Sporting. He was Brun, carrying Sporting so at yeah, the time. Bruno Fernandes, yeah, it's, it's elite levels. Of course, it's a different league. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also had a few... Uh, actually, yeah, he had a few pens uh, mm-hmm. as well. Uh, some of them were were taken by by Bas Dost, so mm-hmm. he didn't have all the pens. But I reckon that he was the best midfield to ever play for Sporting. Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes was the best midfield to ever play for Sporting. In sporting so. history. Yeah, uh, okay, I, I didn't live in the 1950s, but got to go bold. But yeah, in the last <laughs> 20 years, at least, I think Bruno Fernandes. He was even the best player who played uh, in his prime for Sporting, Bruno Fernandes. No, no doubt about it. For the it. Portuguese national team, now we can have a talk with that midfield. But I agree with you for Sporting, what a legacy he had. And I just want to say this too. Sporting sell Bruno Fernandes to Man United for $63 million. And for me, that was the, the beginning of the end of an era. It was the end of an era for Sporting. And the beginning of the rebuild with Ruben Amorim. And it gave a fresh start, a fresh plate for Ruben Amorim to do his thing. And it worked That's out That's true. They needed very the cash well. to restructure. That. And Bruno Fernandes, yeah. we all know, he likes to have the ball. He likes, he, the, he likes the team to play his way. And Ruben, coming to Sporting, I think it just worked out yeah. really well. But Alex, just listen to this. There are some haters mm. that say, oh, If Bruno Fernandes is so good, why why did why did when he, li- he left Sporting, uh, Sporting, Sporting won, won the, the league. league, and that's why that that's due to what Alex was saying. Okay, so he just released a huge inflow of cash for Sporting. Ah, he just made that happen. So with that cash inflow, Sporting w- were able to acquire players such True. as Pot. Uh, mm-hmm. Keep Pelinha another season, maybe right? Keep Pelinha, yes. Uh, who uh, who else was crucial? Um, go get Paulinho in the in the, in the mid season, okay? That was bold. That was uh, bold, though. I mean, <laughs> um, he was able. He he left, okay, mm-hmm. but he w- he just made made it possible that Sporting next year had a super strong squad. True, okay? but I, I understand where people come from too with that because Bruno, like we still have to see Bruno being that guy winning a league with a team. You know, being the cattle, one of the catalysts to win that trophy with that team. That is a doubt that people have with no, Bruno no, Fernandes. And it's legit for and sure. Bruno Fernandes is missing a, uh, 
there's yeah, a reason why Eriksen is is on the the, the <laughs> wish list for Eric Ten Hag too because maybe Bruno Fernandes needs that competitiveness competitiveness for that position. But the number four position, Bruno Fernandes to Man United, and now number three, another team from Manchester, but now staying with another team from Lisbon too. Ruben Dias going to Man City for 68 million. The leader at the back for Man City. And in my opinion, in the future, this is going to be seen not as a bargain, but as a great deal by Man City. Because he's going to be a legend. He's going to be a legend for Man City, in my opinion. Yes, uh, I don't see Ruben Dias leaving Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Um, I see him staying for years. Uh, company, he's a new type company. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> and I think he also has some physical resemblances with company, okay? Mm, as a, as a center back. Okay. He's, he's strong. Um, I mean, co- I think he's faster than company was, mm, but okay. he also has a mentality that also resembles a lot with company. He has that leadership. Okay? Yes. He has those le- leadership capacities mm-hmm. that company just was able to move the team. Okay? Very true. Company was able to move every single player of the team mentally. Very true. And that makes an impact in the game. Ruben can do that too. And Ruben is a very good player communicating. We felt the Ruben absence here in the Nations League game. For That's me true. against Switzerland, uh, if Ruben Dias was a there... Leader at the back. Uh, Ruben Dias is a leader at the back. Fuck. And actually he was giving an, an interview like a month ago. Okay. Um, uh, in Portuguese mm-hmm. with some uh, okay. with the Brazilian channel. Uh, okay. doesn't matter. And Ruben Dias at that interview said that his, fir- uh, his first time at Man City, you, it was really hard to just get to know his, his colleagues and mm-hmm. get into the team dynamics because everybody thought he was a pain in the ass <laughs> because he was always talking. True. And it, uh, actually, it was at Benfica, not, not at Man mm-hmm. City. Everybody was like, who's this kid? He's always talking. Like, sh- just shut up. Luizão, Luizão at the Luizão, time. Luizão was triggered because he was like, who's this kid? He just comes in. He's 18 years old and he's bossing people around. Mm-hmm. But it, and, it, and, and he told the press... I didn't do that on purpose. It was just like being me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't control it. And that tells a lot about Ruben Dias. He's the player that needs to have that leadership at true, the back. True. He needs to be a leader, the, the leader of the defense. And Ruben comes to Benfica when he first starts. A lot of doubts are put upon him. And centre-backs, young centre-backs here in Portugal, get a lot of eyeballs straight away on them. Because... We don't have a lot of center backs right now for the future of Portugal. We do coming up, okay? But not a lot were talked for the last three, four years. So when Ruben comes, he delivers too. We're all very happy here in Portugal, in my opinion. And we needed that. Winning the Nations League too for Ruben, I think, was very important. Like being the guy in the Nations League, that was great for him. And now at, at City, the impact he had straight off the bat... Is unbelievable, and we are talking about a Man City side who had uh, La- Laporte. But they Laporte. needed, they needed him badly. It was Kolebali, yeah, yeah, and no. even in when they released the news that they had signed Ruben, they had Kolebali instead of Ruben Dias in the in the website of Man City because they were expecting. So if they the Ruben Dias and Kolebali level, love yeah, it. Yeah, but we're talking about a team that had in their ranks John Stones and Laporte, and He's nobody better. was expecting that Ruben Dias. Would just bench one of them straight away. I was seventy million. Come on, <laughs> I wasn't expecting honestly, and it was a, quite of a good surprise for me. And actually, nowadays I can easily say Ruben Dias is a top three center back in the world. Bold, Rudiger van Dijk, Ruben Dias. 
not in that order, but those three. Yeah, maybe those three. <laughs> we can moment... do a start bench self, people. Put that below if you want to see a, it. That's actually a good one. But yeah, Ruben Dias, 25 years old right now, the number three transfer to Man City, which in our thoughts, it's a really good one. So now number two, quite recent. We have a ton of thoughts on this one, but Darwin Nunes to Liverpool, 75 million transfer plus 25 in variables. Quick thoughts on this one. Okay, so... Quick, because we go bold always. I'm kind of one. divided on this one. Mm. Um, just because I know for a fact that one of the, the problems with Darwin Nunes, one of, one of his problems, mm -hmm. is mentally, okay? Um, we, it's a mental problem, mental issue. Uh, we've seen on, on his first season at Mefica uh, that we, he was not happy. And as he was not happy, he was, he was not delivering. He was the not social performing. media, and the he arrived, he arrived with a lot of pressure. It's because true. he cost 25 million for Mifica. And he delivered. And a for a Portuguese Primeira Liga team to pay 25 million for a player, second that's division. huge. Second for division. a second division player, that's huge. Weigel came to Benfica for but Even if he was a first division player, paying 25 million true. for the Portuguese standards is huge. The pressure is huge. They're true. expecting you to deliver. Mm -hmm. And he arrived, he had constant pressure from the press pressure from the rivals itself and he seemed a little bit clumsy he was not it was, was not a bit confident he was, was not, a bit off. he was not confident and you could see that mm -hmm. second season everything changed yeah. mostly when George Jesus left yes I think exactly. that was also a big factor because I for sure for sure that George Jesus and Darwin didn't get along uh, I'm not gonna say for sure but he for sure Bryce he left and Darwin Nunes started delivering immediately, okay? Well, he was a different kind of player from the moment George Jesus left. I never expected Darwin to perform that way. And for what he has shown in the second season, I, th I agree that he deserves that transfer for that kind of value to Liverpool. But what, for what he has shown previously, I think that's a risky deal. And we'll see, we'll see. I think Liverpool was kind of pressured with the Haaland move from Man City. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that also had some impact because they needed to sign a big-time striker, mm -hmm. and I think that had an impact, but we'll see. We'll see where Darwin goes, I like where Dar where Dar how Darwin performs. I right. like how you're mentioning the first season of Darwin because even disabled his social media account at the time. No Instagram Darwin, I remember. And yes, it is true. Mentally, there is doubts, but I'm going to be honest. Seeing that first interview from Darwin at Liverpool, mentioning trophies nonstop, I believe that the squad mentality... We, Luis Diaz is talking to Curtis Jones and Harvey Elliott in the language is football. So I believe that the language of winning will go to Darwin Nunes when, now that he's at Liverpool. So I agree with your doubts, but I believe that he will surpass them because he's got the talents. Luis Suarez even said it, like, this kid is special. He recommended him two years ago to Barcelona. So Barcelona would have loved to have gotten or Darwin or Julian Alves, Alvarez right now. So we think it's a good deal, Darwin Nunes to yeah. Liverpool. Uh, right. Yeah, I think yes. so. So now, number one, number one most expensive transfer in Primera Liga, João Félix from Benfica to Atlético de Madrid for 127 million euros. Bold numbers. Bold numbers. I mean, you were saying that uh, Porto a few years nah, back sold Rames, uh, yeah. Falcão and Hook for 125. Yeah. João Benfica. Uh, João Benfica. <laughs> João Félix. Uh, <laughs> Benfica <laughs> managed to sell João Félix for that amount. Mm -hmm. So, three in one. Um, 
I think he still that is very true. Yes, for the for the same amount that different different times, but very true. Still, uh, hey. I mean, I think that George Minch had a touch on that deal. Okay, because I think that he was overvalued at the time. I still think the price they paid was over over. He was overpriced. John Felix was overpriced at the time, ah, yeah, and I I still believe. He hasn't proven himself mm -hmm. the way he was supposed to. I think he he will. He, show, he has showed glimpses mm -hmm. of what he can do this season. True. There were times at there were there were times at this season where he constantly delivered. He, he scored like there was a time he scored like seven goals in six matches. Yes. I think he delivered big time in a and, given moment. But I think he was injured. He got an injury. Yeah. Yes. That's it, his problem as well. He's been get, he's been getting injuries every season. And you reckon it's because he's at Atletico right now? I think that must have something to do. He played with a broken foot reportedly yeah. for six months. From the, the the training the training sessions must be rough for Jean Felix at Atletico. Come on, uh, with Diego Simeone. But I believe he would be better off in another club with an, another type of game style than at Atletico. But nevertheless, I think it was positive for him to go at, at uh, for a club. Uh, like such as Atletico, because maybe it gives him another sight of the game that he hasn't seen it, he hasn't seen before. Okay, mm. so he is able to improve and complete himself as a player, um, mm -hmm. because he gets to see other parts of the game that he didn't have. A bit like Vitinha with Porto, I mentioned in the past too. With Sergio Conceição, he had to change a lot his style of But play. I too. think if Atlet if João Felix leaves Atletico, he will leave. He will leave a different kind of player, Shh. an improved kind of player. If he okay. goes to Man City, people will say he's a world-class player immediately. Immediately, in my opinion. People will be shocked with how good he is and what, what he shows at Atletico. So, I agree with a lot that you said, but I have to say this too. $127 million at the time was spent by Atletico because they had Godin, Juanfran... They had big contracts going. Griezmann left for 120 million too. Huge vacancy. They wanted to go for the all-in. They, they went exactly the all-in. And Atletico is not renowned to sign the the biggest transfers like Real Madrid and Barca is. And to attract that player, they had to offer that big time value. And George Minch, being one of the best agents in the game, knowing the leverage that Atletico has, he went bold with those numbers for Benfica. And yeah, João Felix leaves for that number. And a lot of reinvestment is done to Seychelles. So Seychelles keeps on performing well, winning the youth league. So it, is, it was a good deal for both sides, definitely. Uh, no, for, well, for Benfica more than Atletico. But I believe Atletico, if they sell him, they won't lose too much too. If they sell him. No, so yeah, I, I believe like João Felix to Benfica, it was a... Joe Felix to Atletico de Madrid has his doubts as a great deal, but it was a good deal considering like that they had to fight to get him with every single top team in Europe. Even when he signed, they were saying Sergio Ramos wanted him at Real Madrid. And they were saying, why do we get Luka Jovic and not Joe Felix? Those were the reports. So I'm just going to say worthy mentions, okay? Not players that we mentioned here in the top 10. Jimenez, I said Lindlof to United, 35 million. And I have another one here. For in 2007, to Man United 2, Anderson. Anderson for 
31 million in 2007. Man United spent for this Porto wow. midfielder, which he was bold. I have memory. He was bold. He had. He was very talented. He actually youngster. had hair. <laughs> he was bold. Uh, kidding. But what a play he was uh, at, at Porto. Yeah, that's true. But um, we, we, he's a contender for top three flops in the Prem. <laughs> Um, it, can, it can be, yeah, it can be. Probably one of the Maguire, worst. Maguire or Anderson? Uh, Both to Man United? Yeah. Man, what a shambles. <laughs> uh, I think that due to the money that was involved, uh, Maguire, Maguire was a little worse. And due to the part he has in the, in the squad as well, <laughs> because he, uh, Maguire came to be a captain. True. And, or at least came to be one of the pillars of Man United. <laughs> And so I think it's a little bit worth, and considering it costs like 90 million euros, <laughs> I mean, true, true. Um, and just a quick, but yeah, Ander oh. Anderson for 30 million at the time just showed shows the uh, potential true. he had at the moment. Fuck, the no, one yeah, to true, join true. a super team with Anderson, Cristiano, uh, Rio okay. Ferdinand. Imagine if the if Anderson had reached the Cristiano level, he could have. He had he the talent. He yeah, had he the had the talent. talent. Different oh, position, man. but yeah. And just here at the ending the video, who next do you want to mention? One player to mention for to do a big transfer to be in this top ten list in the future. Who would you say, guys? Maybe most of you are expecting me to say Matuj Nunes, mm. but I won't. Don't sleep on Manuel Ugarte, <laughs> guys. Don't sleep on Manuel Ugarte. I think after that the World Cup, this World Cup will be the boom in his career. Yes, he's so. So good, mm -hmm. and he doesn't get the credit for mm -hmm. for how good he is. I agree, and I, agree. I think he will be a, a starter for Uruguay in the World Shh, Cup already. That's bold. So Bentacur Valverde Ugarte. I think so. Shh, bold. Uh, and U just because Ugarte is so complete, Very Manuel mobile. Ugarte is one of the m the most complete players in the Primera Liga, Shh. and I think he can really make an impact in um, a top tier league. I really do. So, so guys, don't sleep on him. I would say he would be transferred for a fee. That will surpass the 40 million euros. I think you'll surpass Easily. definitely the fee that Palinha goes. Because yeah, sure. you'll definitely surpass Palinha. So, that's a great mention. And you said Mateus Nunes. But he's, he's not the same as Palinha. No, no, no. Different player. He's a, he's a number eight, I think. Different player. But he's can play six too. He can, yeah, he can play modern six. Day, yeah. Modern day six, yeah, I'd because, say. Yeah, because he has the ball-playing ability. I can go forward with the ball. Exactly. Yeah. So, mentioning here, you said, who next? Mateus Nunes. Mention fast. I'm going to say Vitinha, Fabio Vieira, of course, both from Porto. I don't know if Fabio Vieira, Fabio Vieira for sure deserves to be in the top 10 list. But Vitinha, the rumors are 40 million too. So you might just be edging to be in that top 10. And the player I want to say for people to watch out is Roger Fernandes from Braga, okay? I know this kid has a world-class potential in him. And if Braga, I really think Braga, after selling Ricardo Duarte, they have to show and believe in a, a youngster. And Roger Fernandes, being 16, that is a hell of a bet. And they can do it. And I believe Roger Fernandes is the future of not just Braga, but Portugal too. Excellent player. We also have David Carmo from Braga. He can, he can also make a move in the, 25 the, million. the coming days. Yes. I think he'll leave this summer. So people, put down below any player we haven't... No, any player you think will be the next to be in the top 10 of the most expensive in Primera Liga. And do not forget to like this video and subscribe to SC Wonder Kid if you enjoyed to see more content like this. Thank you, people, for going bold.